Welcome to Comic Talkers. My name is Brandon. I'm William. I'm Sierra. So we're actually going to be doing a video today that I think everybody wants to do. And I think it's something that we found fun to do. And two, we always kind of thought, who would be in our, in our Justice League? So today we're going to do a Dream Team session. If we got to choose our own characters from all the DC universe, who would be on our Justice League? So, of course, like any other video we do like this, there are some rules. Each person will be given will be given characters and roles they have to fit in their Justice League dream team. Each person is only allowed to use one Trinity member, which is Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman. Can't choose all three because there's no creativity in that. Each person has to fill the following roles: leader, strategist, strength, alien, magic, sneaky, tech, rookie. And wild card. If you have extra members after that, you're more than welcome to add. But we have to at least fill those roles. Now, we're going to actually go ahead and start with Sierra. So we're actually going to start off with your commander. Who did you choose? For your I commander? chose for my leader, I choose Batman. And I chose Batman because. He is a great computer hacker. He is good at martial arts and investigations and acrobats. And I chose him as a leader because I believe he knows he can lead and he can take all of the hurt and the pain that he went through as a child and throughout his life. And he uses that for hope and he is for the people. Okay, so you chose your Trinity member as your commander. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, all right. Interesting, interesting. So the real question then is, would Batman be a good leader? Or would okay. Batman be more of a kind of I'll do it on my own situation? Well, I like, I chose him as the leader because I do think he, he can be a good leader and and if he can, he, he could do it on his own. He can go both ways. All right. All right. Sounds like a deal. Let's jump ahead to your tactician or strategist. I chose Aquaman as my strategist. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> you chose the man from the water. Yes. And I, the reason why I chose that is because he is a he has the whales yeah yeah he's pretty much the guy on land and in the ocean if need be and i know he may not be for the human on earth or on earth on land but i do believe if it was meant if it came down to if the earth if blah 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 if something was happening on land that was going to be endangering his people in the um, the ocean, he would step up and say, I will be on this fight because it will be endangering my, my people too. So then the real interesting question is how is him and Batman going to work together? Um, they can make it work. Well, 
the real question I mean, I guess. it would be difficult but it would be you know i mean they're it's kind of this they're kind of this not the same but they have the same mentality it's for them and i think that could either work in the best or that can work not so well but i think if it came down to it they could put their ego aside and say we have to do this at the very least they've never really been known for butting heads either so agreed but there's also been trust issues with aquaman and the justice league so that's i guess more the question where would batman agreed Sierra already answered that would batman put aside his differences to make it work or would there still be that sense of i don't trust you you know like what's on your agenda what's you know All right. All right, Miss Sierra. Who's your strength? I chose the Black Canary. And I chose her for because she has a very powerful screen and she is very good at acrobatics too. And I think if it needed to be, if she was the last one standing, her screen could be the one to save it all. Okay. So okay, so what was it? So you chose a really good ally of Batman's in this case. Yeah. So what made you choose like Black Canary for this role? Like, why did you want to put her on your team for sure? Well, because she does work with Batman and she knows him. And I, because I mean, yeah, she's, I think there's more to her than just being a woman. She is very strong. She's, yes. And she does have a scream that could be very damaging, but I think a woman can be known as being strong too. Okay. Awesome. Alrighty. Sierra, who's your alien? I chose Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Okay. So what was it? So you chose an outer space character. Okay. That works. Mm-hmm. That works. Okay. So why Hal Jordan? I chose him because. He can, he has a ring that could pretty much do anything. But if he does lose the ring, he can use, he has his, I'm sorry. <laughs> if he, if he loses the ring, pretty much, yes, he has the ring that can do anything, but he doesn't need it. If it's gone, he can still use hand to hand combat. He's a very good fighter without the ring. Okay. So I agree that. I think a Justice League should have a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. But why Hal Jordan over anybody else? Because that's the only one I know. Hey. You chose the one that becomes a villain. It is. <laughs> Even hey, though I'm not going to lie. Villain? There is a bad thing about villains. Villains would give up their own life to save someone if they had to. Heroes give up their loved ones to show that they're... No, never mind. I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I just said? <laughs> it sounded better in my head. You imagine if Superman did that to Lois? You know, you sit there. Hey, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but villains do have a bad rep. They do. They're misunderstood. They became a villain for a reason. 
But okay, but so again, we're going back to him being the villain. To me, I actually like Hal Jordan as a villain more than I like him as a hero. Agreed. You can argue if he really is a villain or if he's really just a hero that has a lot happened to him, you know, and I guess more to me, that's where I was questioning because I was like, you have Jon Stewart, Kyle Rayner, who's probably the most powerful Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, he would just been comic relief on your team. <laughs> you just had Batman knock him out. Does happen. <laughs> you know. But okay, so you chose Hal Jordan. Okay. All right. Who's your magic person? My magic, I chose Kent Nelson, known as Dr. Fate. Hmm, that's interesting. I actually like Dr. Fate. Tell me a little bit more. Why did you choose him? I chose Dr. Fate. One, he can do astral projection. He can do dimensional traveling. Um, he's a, He can um, telekinesis and superhuman strength. Okay, so what made you choose him on your team? What made you go, yeah, Dr. Fate's on my team? I chose him because I don't think a lot of people know him. I think, you know, and because I chose him because he can go to different dimensions and he has telepathy. Okay, so how could the telepathy work with the team? He can use things around him and he can use his mind to pretty much just throw things in. <laughs> just throw it. Just do it. <laughs> just throw it. Batman just looks at him. Hey. See that car? Throw it. Throw it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But okay. So out of all, what? Okay. So, okay. We'll come back to that question later. Mm -hmm. um, who's your sneaky sneak? Catwoman. Okay. I actually like Catwoman on this. Okay. Tell me a little bit more. I chose Catwoman because, well, it's Batman's girlfriend. So. You see some lovey-dovey yeah. drama on your team? Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get in the way. But <laughs> Did it go down the altar? <laughs> but I chose her because she can get around anything. She can scale walls. Um, she's just she's sneaky. Okay. Uh, I, I what was it? She like bypassed the altar question. She's like, you'll just have to wait and see. Like I'm not telling you. <laughs> I might just have them just leave. She never shows up. Mm, she's gone. She scaled the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Who's your techie? Cyborg. I chose Cyborg. I thought there for a minute you said Edward. I'm like, Edward? Who's Edward? <laughs> so, okay. So, you said Cyborg. Why did you choose Cyborg? Edward from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, that's the fourth Eddie. 
<laughs> mm, I mean, if it's the smart one. Hey. They were running out of names. <laughs> what do we go with? Ed, Ed, Eddie Edward. Edward. The proper name. <laughs> no. my technical name. We're not making fun of Eddie's out there. It's just... <laughs> It literally sounds like Sierra just fun of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> we all love that Ed, Ed and Eddie. That's the best cartoon. Yes, it was. Okay. That <laughs> was it. Okay. So why cyborg? I chose cyborg because <laughs> sorry. Okay, I chose Cyborg because he's part computer, so he's good with computer interfacing and cybernetic enhancement. He's good with the and with computers. Pretty much, he's the he could be the brains of the the squad. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and jump to your rookie. Who's your rookie? I chose Harley Quinn. Say what now? I chose Harley Quinn. That's different. Why Harley? I chose the Harley Quinn because... The Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn. The best because one of them all. The Harley Quinn. <laughs> because I believe she's changing. She can change. And she's very gifted in, in many things that could bring a really good aspect to the team of um, acrobat, of course, hand-to-hand combat, um, but also she is a trained psychiatrist, which that could come in handy because you can get, she, she, she's a villain. So she knows how a villain works. So if they need, they can get inside the mind of a villain and use that to their advantage. All right. So I do have a question for you with them. Who would extend the olive branch to her to join the team? Black Canary or Batman or Catwoman? Probably Catwoman. Why Catwoman? I think she felt bad for him. How would she try to convince Bruce? How would Catwoman convince Bruce, or how would how would Catwoman convince Bruce to let Harley? I believe she has ways. I was yeah. There's ways she can convince. (laughs) PG version. They're together, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All what right. about the G version? We play Yahtzee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. All right. So. For the younger crowd who doesn't know what that is, Rochambeau is kind of the variant of rock, paper, scissors. Just to educate you guys. Awesome. I remember we always played that. 
come up with weird names now. <laughs> I think Smosh did um, John Campbell's suit or John Campbell, something like that. Um, but anyway, let's get back on track here. Sarah, mm-hmm. who's your wild card? My wild card is you can't have Black or uh, Catwoman, and you can't have Harley Quinn without Poison Ivy. Seems like your Justice League is becoming a slowly and surely a suicide squad. Mm. <laughs> okay. I have the three sirens on there. Okay, so tell us tell us why you put Poison Ivy on your team. I put Poison Ivy because I believe, again, same thing with Harley Quinn. She knows she's a villain. She can think like a villain. And she knows how to be uh, very persuasive with herself. Um, And uh, she can use the plants around her, which doesn't seem very, you know, useful, but it could. Oh, so I still have to ask the question. Is that another persuasion from Catwoman? No, I think that was a Harley Quinn move. So you're saying it's like a two-in-one package? Can't have mm-hmm. that poison mm-hmm. without Ivy? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. All right. At the very least, you can say to extend an olive branch to her, or an Ivy branch in this case, um, at the very least, both Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, while they are kind of viewed as villains, they do have a lot of redeeming qualities that you've been able to see through their development. Agreed. Agreed. Now, I guess the other question then I would have for Poison Ivy is that is she, why is she your wild card? She's my wild card because she is unpredictable. So, yeah. Okay. She may be changing, but there could be a uh, better solution if someone asks her like hey i have a better mission if you want to do this and she probably would go for it it's pretty much all for herself okay so we went through your main roles do you have any extra members yeah i only have one who's your extra member i chose Batgirl. So, okay, so you chose Barbara Gordon. So you chose a trusted ally too of Batman. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so why, how would Batgirl fit in your Justice League? I chose her because she's the all CNI. She can be behind the computers, she can be directing everything. She'll be the pretty much the eyes and the, the voice in their ears. Okay, so then the real question is are you going to have her as Oracle or are you going to have her as Oracle. Batgirl? You're going to have her as Oracle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I I like Oracle. Oracle is probably one of my favorite Bat characters, other than Red Hood. Of course, I'm biased there. Don't judge me, but I, I like Barbara. I like. <laughs> I, I like Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon, I think, fits on the team. What was it? Now, do you think she would try to bring somebody else? Maybe her romance. Yeah. 
towards him. Mr. Mm. Dick Grayson, mm. Eckling. She oh. tells him, hey, Dick, you know, you need to get off the just or off the Teen Titans, come up and be on the man's team. <laughs> so I guess more now my real question then to you is, is this what I'm thinking either you have this as a Suicide Squad version or it's like an injustice, mm-hmm. Justice League. So when you think about that, there's only one character that doesn't fit in that team. Only one. Well, really two, if you want to think Poison Ivy too, but that's a different mm-hmm. case. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Aquaman is self, or not, not selfish, but again, it's like you said, he takes the needs of the Atlanteans into perspective. In this case, they don't want to be on Superman's bad side. So, okay. So you kind of shooting more for that, or are you kind of just like, no, this is my Justice League. Kind of both. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So you have no other extra members. Okay. All right, Mr. Willie. Let's jump to your team. All righty. Okay. Who is your commander? All right. So the person I chose to, to lead my Justice League is, to me, the most obvious choice was Superman. Okay. So what made you choose Superman? Well, he's already known for being one of the most charismatic leaders on the team. I mean, for some for some reason, he just is able to get that persuasion, I guess is the best word I'm looking for, to get people to follow him. He has that charisma about him. He's good friends with pretty much every single Justice League member, so he knows their strengths and weaknesses and knows how to, you know, okay, you're going here. And, works. Right. Agreed. I think Superman is a good leader. I think he is a good Trinity member. All three Trinity members are great. But when it comes to leading, Superman is probably going to be the one that leads out of the three. It's not that Batman can't lead. It's just... Sierra's like, I'm not talking to you anymore. It's hard to tell who you're most biased to because you're wearing a Superman shirt now. And it's sad because I'm a huge Batman fan. I'm like... No, I know our fans really can't see it, but yeah, I am wearing a Superman shirt. Don't judge me. You know, and I just love my Superman. You know, so okay. All right. So what was it? So what what would he bring to the team? I guess is another good question. Like what's some of his stuff that you kind of go like or his powers or abilities that you go, yeah, this would be good for the team. Well, I mean, at this point. Everybody knows he has super strength. He can fly. Uh, he has like X-ray vision, laser vision, all these, all these things. But honestly, I feel what kind of makes him the better leader is, I mean, it's not even because of his powers. It's just because of his ability to talk to people. Okay. Like he's, he always you can tell from his experiences in life that he's gone through and like knowing his backstory, he's experienced quite a bit of things and he just has this way of understanding when people 
are going through things and seeing it from their perspective. All right. I, I think that just makes him a pretty good leader because he's able to have that connection with his teammates. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I, I agree. All right. Well, let's jump to your strategist or tactician. Who did you choose? So my strategist, I chose Cyborg. Hmm. Okay, so you guys both have Cyborg on your team. Okay, but in different roles. So what made you choose him as your strategist over tech? Well, because while he is really great with technology and all that stuff, I think that there are other advantages that he can use with that technology. Like Sierra said, he has, he's pretty much a, has a built-in supercomputer to him. He has access to any sort of technological equipment that you can find on the internet or through the satellites. And that would be like very imperative if you're trying to locate uh like locate the enemies, locate the surrounding area to see what would be around, what sort of enemies and obstacles you'd have to face. And I think with how advanced his mind is, he'd be able to come up with conclusions for possible scenarios that they can encounter and what would be the best course of action to take. That's an awesome explanation. I actually, I like Cyborg. I'm going to just say it now. Don't think it's going to be a trio here with that. I didn't choose Cyborg on my team, but he is a good pick. I, I will never pass him down. There's another team I want to put him in. Um, side note, really kick to our fans too. The most interesting thing about doing these teams is we also set another rule for us, three. Who is ever, whoever is on our Justice League teams or any team, you know, like so we put characters in certain teams, they cannot be on another team in the same universe. So whoever we have on our Justice League team cannot be on our Team Titans team. You know, we have our rules because to me, you know, it's like we're trying to set up, or to us, it's like we're trying to set up our own continuity in comics. So it's kind of our what we want. And that's kind of, you know, I think that's the fun of it because it makes us think a little bit. And um, I thought I would throw that in there quick. Um, so fans knew that once we're done here, you probably won't hear these characters on our other teams. So be prepared. We're in for a bumpy ride. You know, <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to be having fun. So, all right, Willie, let's jump back to you. Who's your strength? Okay. So for my strength, I chose Shazam. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So why Shazam? Well, I mean, obviously, he's incredibly strong. Uh, he's one of those heroes. Sorry about that. We're having a little technical issue. Bear with us. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Now? Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> So tell tell so why Shazam as your as your strength? Okay, so I chose Shazam because 
obviously he's incredibly strong. He's been known to be up there in comparison with Superman and Hercules and everybody else that we know of is incredibly strong. Um, on top of his strength, though, he does have something to his advantage being his magical abilities as well. He has pretty much an, he's pretty much an all powerful wizard. I think it was, uh, uh, what was the thing about him? Is that he's one of the grand wizards or something like that? He's one of the big, or what was it? He's on the Council of Magic. Yeah, the Council of Magic. That's what it was. Yeah. So that plus his strength, I mean, it's hard to reach that level. Okay. Now, I guess the only question I have is because you also know he's also a kid. Yeah. So, so how would you see him fitting with Superman? Well, I think that's one of the interesting things about uh, Superman is that because I mentioned his communication skills and how well he is able to connect with people, I think he'd have a he'd ha be able to forge a really close connection with uh, Billy Batson, aka Shazam, because I think he can kind of relate to just being just being a kid and all of a sudden realizing you have these incredible powers that no other like nobody else has because he because shazam kind of gets thrown into that position where he was just a kid and now he's overpowered incredibly strong and like far far stronger than anybody around him i feel like superman could kind of connect with that right and I also see, too, that you kind of made a weakness for him, too, or for Superman, too, because Superman's vulnerable to magic. Yeah. yeah, he is vulnerable to magic. And it's one of those things, it's one of those things that I thought of if, like, everybody knows it's very unlikely that Superman would all of a sudden turn evil. But if at any point he don't jump to conclusions, there's a lot of <laughs> multiverses. We're not getting into that. I'm talking mainline superhero. What I'm talking about is if at any point all of a sudden Superman did turn around and turn against his team and fight against them, having Shazam as their strong man to kind of push against him would be an advantage to help restrain him or just combat him. Is it sad though that some of the best Elseworld stories when it comes to DC or some of my favorites is when Superman is either one evil or two was raised in the wrong country in Russia? <laughs> They're the greatest stories ever. <laughs> I, I mind you, I love Red Sun. Red Sun is one of my favorite comic books. I know it's yeah. a favorite of all of ours, but it you know that's a it's sad because all the ones i've liked with superman in it too i'm not sure if you guys feel the same way the elseworld stories with superman in it to me are the best when he's evil there shows you that he's using his power really for the wrong reasons it reminds me a lot of that brightburn uh, movie where it technically wasn't the superheroes but it was kind of like 
It was kind of pretty much Superman if he turned to the dark side as a kid. That Crazy. Was, that was a good movie. That was a very good movie. I do love. I love Brad Bird. <laughs> yes, you heard it here, fans. I did watch a horror movie and I did enjoy it. So don't don't judge me. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump to your next one. Who's your alien? All right, so for my alien, I chose Hawkman. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so tell me a little about it. Tell me why you chose him. So I chose him mainly because I feel like he's a bit underrated in the DC universe right now. I mean, I feel like just recently he's been starting to rise up in popularity again, but not by much. And I feel like he just gets overshadowed because he does have incredible powers. I mean, incredible strength. He has wonderful weapon expertise in pretty much anything. Uh, his flight abilities are known to be top-notch. He just, I feel like he's overlooked and he should be given a little bit more attention. So I guess the other question that I have for you then is, why Hawkman over Hawk Girl? That also aligns with just the amount of t- attention he gets because everybody knows Hawk Girl. I mean, she's, ever since the Justice League TV show, the cartoon series, he, she's rose, risen in popularity quite a bit. And even she wasn't all that good in the show. Even though one of my favorites in the show, because I loved her story that she they developed for her, but she wasn't known for being that popular. But right. even then, she had more popularity than actual Hawkman. So I feel like he just should have a little bit more going for him. See, like when you were talking about two, I like how you said too, like the story that she was, or they developed for her in the Just League, the animated series. Because really, that's how I looked at her. Like the last three episodes of the original Justice League run or for the cartoon series before they went to Unlimited. Yeah. Um, were three of my favorite episodes. It really was when the Thangarian or thing, yeah, Thangarian, sorry. Um, what was it? Come to Earth trying to oh we're here to help you you're going to be under attack but then all in reality that's not the case and now they're trying to take over and what was it now they're trying to find the justice league because they escaped the institute martial law but it also shows you how the trust between hot girl and the justice league torn because of that yeah. and i'm sorry i am always been a big fan of john stewart and hot girl even though hot girl didn't make my team it is you know I what was it? I I actually liked her. I think what was it? I think she's a character. Like I'm happy she's back with the Justice League now in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish they would have just kept her with the Justice League. I, I don't like when she branches off, and I don't like that. Keep her with the Justice League. That's where she's meant to stay. And I agree with Hawkman too. I think Hawkman. It's not even so much overrated, but I think he's just laughed at. Like uh, he has to do with wings, you know. But Hawkman has a lot of good traits, and I and I like Hawkman. Yes, I do like Hawkman, everybody, and I know everybody here likes Hawkman and Hawk Girl. So, <laughs> yeah, say something. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead, Mister Will. <laughs> She's gone brain dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't worry, everybody. She's laughing finally. So I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> hey, there she is. All right. Hey. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, who's your magic-y person? Who, who's your magician at the birthday party? My magic person <laughs> is uh, John Constantine. Interesting. Tell me more. Why did you choose him? He's an interesting character. I mean, for one, he's they've shown him in quite a few adaptations over the last couple of years. And he's a very interesting type of magician. He, he has incredible magic power as it is, just knowing that he can perform... Uh, what were these spells that he does? He he's has uh, mind controlling powers. He has demon blood in him, and he can do demon summoning. I mean, those aren't really known a lot in the DC universe. There's not really a lot of whole heaven and hell type stuff that goes in, aside from. Uh, just a few characters that don't have that much popularity either. That's why we got Justice League Dark, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Like I, I kind of see the magic key thing coming in. Like you're saying maybe Superman does maybe go bad, maybe he doesn't, maybe he's just you know mm-hmm. brainwashed somehow. Now you kind of got multiple people now who can step up. Yeah. And fight them if need to be. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Alrighty. Well, let's go to your sneaky. My sneaky. Your sneaky. <laughs> For myself, person, I chose Green Arrow. Okay. So, so why him as your sneaky sneak? I think he shows a lot of potential with his archery abilities, his acrobatic skills. Um, He's not known for being the sneaky person. We all know he's more of the snarky, sarcastic, kind of comic relief guy. But I think he's a very talented person. And if he were to put his skills into more of the stealth and recon type aspect, I think he'd be pretty effective. Okay. All right. So I guess the other question I have for you then with him is, do you see him kind of being the snarky I don't take crap from somebody with the Justice League like he is in the cartoon where he can stand up to him if he knows something is wrong I feel like he would be definitely be the guy to voice his opinion on something I mean he always has been okay all right all right, I don't no. have much more to say on that. I just think that he has he he's has potential. He's for the little guys. And I think that works with your theme because you pretty much, even with Constantine, you got people with powers. So mm-hmm. Green Arrow being so far, you know, you're only human, really. Like human human without powers or anything. Modification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he worked because he would be that per he like Sierra says it's for the little guys. He, he's never cared about the big. He's cared about the little guys. You know, care about them more before you care about the bigger 
the bigger picture. Okay. All right, Mr. Will, who's your techie? All right, so my techie is uh, Ray Palmer's Adam. Okay, okay. I can see why you chose him now. I know now I know why you chose Cyborg as your strategist. Okay, so tell me why Ray Palmer. He is one of those. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. He's an incredibly intelligent person. Um, one of the few scientists that have been put up there in intelligence length as uh, Batman, Lex Luthor. Uh, he's what was it he has a phd in physics he's an incredible uh biotechnic he has an advanced technological advancement when it comes to uh uh the uh the alteration of sizes i guess is the word i'm looking for uh very incredible technology that has come from him over the years and i feel like if he could adapt those like uh those that technology and those machineries to his team i think he would be pretty effective in kind of advancing and having him work alongside with cyborg not only in the strategy aspect but also with the technology aspect as well it kind of just makes like a, a double team right there for both of those. Okay. All righty. Let's go ahead and jump to your rookie. Who's your rookie? rookie. Who's your rookie? So my rookie, I chose Raven. Interesting. So now you got three magic users and two of them and two characters on your team are team Titans. Yep. So why Raven? I feel Raven, well, Raven is one of my top favorite DC characters of all time. I mean, she's talented. She's already smart. She has an incredible connection to uh, her magical abilities. I just think that she needs this i she deserves this opportunity to finally step up into the big leagues so do you see her father being a big villain to the justice league possibly i think that uh her facing off against her father would in the justice league would play a big role and having Constantine on the team with him who deals in uh, heaven and hell battling demons would be a good way to kind of connect them together so John Constantine could kind of be like a bit of a mentor in the demon arts when it comes to uh, Raven having to deal with her father and her father's minions and whatnot. Okay. Alrighty. So the last role you had to fill was a wild card. Who's your wild card? Now this one's a bit out there. I chose V. Okay, now I'm a little interested. Mm -hmm. V being from V for Vendetta, which is a one-shot comic in the 1980s. Yes. An anti-hero. 
So why would you go? Would you have Superman go pluck him from the unit? Like you're with me now, and throw him back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. V is like the perfect one shot wild card if you think about it, because he's the kind of person where he will do whatever he thinks is necessary to reach the greater good, reach the greater justice. And does that mean that he'll cooperate? No. But it does mean that you, he does want the same goal. And he will do whatever it is he feels is necessary to accomplish it. Okay. So he won't technically work with the team. He'll work off in the sidelines doing his own thing, but he will be doing what he can to help in his own way. I did have a question, but I think you answered because pretty much I was going to ask, like, how do you see Superman viewing his killing as a good justice tool? When Superman don't really kill a lot either, just depending on the circumstances. Now Superman's killed people. We've seen it. I know we've seen it. I'm being like, for him, I think it's more on the circumstance. If he has to, or if he has, or if he doesn't have to, he'd rather avoid it. The real question then is, we will kill, period, in the story. Yeah. How would that work? Or how would it go about with saying, we'll help you, but, you know, know this, you know. Well, I think of it in the aspect of what can Superman really do to him? Because he, he's kind of like the Deadpool of the DC universe in a way, in that sort of sense. You can't really get rid of him because he's not going to die. He won't allow himself to. Well, not even that, but he represents many people too. So many people can take on the mask of B. And- exactly there's no way in stopping him you know or his cause and exactly you can't you can't just kill v off because no matter what he will always come back Superman just looks at it and he goes yeah there's nothing we can do let's just help him (laughs) (laughs) like get his way one way or another Oh man, you have Green Arrow looking up. You're gonna allow this to happen? You can go, yeah. <laughs> if we kill this one, it's just gonna happen to it. Somebody else is gonna take up the mantle. It is what it is. <laughs> All righty. So, Willie, the question is then, do you have any other extra members? No, I feel like mine is already perfect. Perfection. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, that only leads me with my team. Mm-hmm. So let's start off. Who would you pick for your leader? Okay. Drum roll. Well, I'm going to tell fans right now. My commander is actually not my Trinity member. I'm actually going against my teammates. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, they Sierra chose Batman. Well, he chose Superman. Wonder Woman. I no, he no. Wonder Woman would never be on my team. Sorry, Wonder Woman. I'll choose you on another team. <laughs> I have another team in mind for her. Um, 
So when it comes to my commander, I looked at somebody who has a military background, um, somebody who can lead soldiers in a battle, or in this case, lead heroes in a battle. I chose a Green Lantern, but not Hal Jordan. I chose John Stewart, Green Lantern. To me, I look at him as he is a leader. He can lead the Green Lanterns. He can lead the Justice League. He can lead a lot of people. He was a Marine himself. He know, And I think I can take Sierra's argument with Hal Jordan and make it a little bit better with Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart, if you take that ring away from him, he is still a master or an expert in weapons. He pretty much can take any gun, anything he finds on the ground and pretty much shoot it. If he needs to be. Um, not only that, I, I think there's a couple things that I like about him too. He he can develop battle plans. I think with him and the strategist I chose, I think they'd be perfect with each other. He would think the war side of it while the other one's thinking, okay, this is how we do it. You know, how you know who are we sending in, you know, situation. Um, not only that. But he actually, one of the things I loved is that I think my team kind of focuses on different people too. But he also has led a combined force between the Sinestro Corps and the Green Lantern Corps. For every one Green Lantern there is on Earth, I can't remember the exact comic, but pretty much if there was one Green Lantern on Earth, there was always one Yellow Lantern on Earth. And they led a combined force. So he united these two forces that used to be enemies to help out the common cause. Not only that, did you know he was actually the only man to be a star sapphire? The only man to be a star sapphire, pretty much the power, love, and affection is the pink lantern. Wow. Uh, yes. I, I, I love Jon Stewart. He has a lot of passion. And I think as a leader, I think you could look at the way Superman is, how you said with yours, he would be able to connect with everybody on his team. And for somebody on my team, he would all, she would also put him in place as well. So okay. that's my commander. All right. Who's your strategist? Hmm. Glad you asked. <laughs> I got the best strategist out of all of us. Batman. Oh, I really do sound like like I'm peppy. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? oh. Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Um, <laughs> please don't demonetize us for that. <laughs> we had to. <laughs> oh. um, my tactician Batman. is pretty much the tactician that you would see in the Justice League animated series. And it's not Batman. It's Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is my tactician. Let's put it this way. When you look in the cartoon, what was he? He had telepathy. Or not telepathy. Telekinesis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, he did have telekinesis. Okay. I'm trying to remember if it was telekinesis or telepathy. There we go. Not telekinesis. Telepathy. Sorry. I always get those two come through. (laughs) Sometimes. He can pretty much talk to everybody without even having to talk. (laughs) 
he actually made like a wavelength between all the Justice League members. Like he could just sit there and talk to them in situations. Um, not only that, he's strong. He can phase through things, invisibility, shape shifting, flight, and pretty much, I think he's the heart and soul of the team. I think he's the glue that holds the team together. He knows everybody's strengths and weaknesses. And to me, with Martian Manhunter, you could sit there. He'd be the guy that goes, okay, for this situation, we need to put these three in there. And then you have John Stewart going, okay, here's the battle plan. This is how we're doing this. By the book, by the book, by the book is all these two. And I think these two would work together as a team. And fun fact, Martian Manhunter loves Oreos. Because that's the information we needed to know. That's why I chose them on my Justice League. <laughs> very infor- that's very important. Exactly. So, yeah, Marshman Hunter is my tactician slash strategist. Oh. All right. So, who is it that you chose for your strength? Glad you asked. So, my strength is not your typical strength person. Um, a lot of people I feel kind of sidelined her too. Um, yes, I said to her, she is a new god, or at least a, well, let's put it this way. She has new god physiology, her physiology, there we go, and a former female fury, which mm. is Big Barda. Big Barda is my strength on this team. Let's put it this way. When she can go toe-to-toe with Superman and Wonder Woman and hold her own, Right there just shows you how powerful she can be. Not only that, she's immortal. She has durability, strength, or and strength. Great hand-to-hand combat specialist. Um, she has a tool, what they call Megaron. Pretty much it can make these boom tubes like you see Dark Side come out of and stuff to help teleport each other. And she uses it as a weapon as well. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, her husband is the one that made that for her. And her husband is actually on my team later on. So, yes, I have a married couple on my team. (laughs) Really, to be totally honest, I'm going to leave it up to the fans. I actually got two married couples on my team. So You're a shipper. Yes, I like like, like (laughs) married couples on my team. So, and not only that, she I think she is like, she's one of those people who were somewhat brainwashed i think she's one of those people that you have characters on our team that could help her and make her better and make her you know you know make her abilities be used for the right situation and two i think it's a good thing to have her especially with the new gods like your dark side and pretty much all his forces she would be a good person to have on your team so big barda is my strength all right. Who did you pick as your alien? Okay. So this is where my Eternity member comes in. And you probably can guess who it is because it's pretty much the only alien out of the Trinity members. I chose Not Batman. Depends on what Batman. Are we talking Yellow Lantern Batman? You know, are we talking about No. <laughs> no, it's Superman. I, I feel the Justice League cannot be a Justice League without Superman on the team. Agreed. I could argue that 
Wonder Woman could also be part of the team. And I almost toyed with her too, but I have another team. I really want her on um, more than the justice league. Um, the reason I did that, and I, I think Willie pretty much has said it, you know, he's the one character that pretty much knows everything and anything about each character. I think he, or each person on the team, I think. And two, I think he's a trusted advisor to John Stewart and Martian Manhunter. I think he his experience with, you know, and two, I think he's also can connect more with Jon Stewart because they're both aliens. So they're both coming to this world, seeing what humans are and what, you know, were, you know, humans all about. And they fell in love with him, you know. And I think he's just one of those characters. I think he I think he I think he just fits with the Justice League. I don't look at him anywhere else. To me, he's he's on the justice league i think and two it gives us me another strength feature so so you kind of see it i'm making a strength team more than i'm making <laughs> strong yeah strong so yeah superman is my alien all right so who did you pick for your magic person so my magic person same one you chose willie for your strength. I chose Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. I, I almost chose Dr. Fate. And I almost chose Zantana. But I felt like. Zantana I want on another team. And two. You know Dr. Fate isn't really one of my favorite characters. Even though he's powerful. I kind of want somebody who's good with strength as well. And I think Shazam holds his own. Um, Greed, again, he's a kid. We all know that. But I think he's one of those kids that sees... I think he sees the world in a different eye than what most kids would. He wants to protect it just like anybody else. You know, one of his idols, I believe. I know they do it in the movies. I, I can't remember if they do it in the comics as much, but he idolizes Cyborg. And he idolizes Superman. And so it's one of those characters, I think, you know, with Shazam too. So for anybody who doesn't know, Shazam is given to his name based off his power. So the essence Shazam is for the wisdom of Solomon. H is for the strength of Hercules. A is for the cinema of Atlas. Z is for the power of Zeus. A is for the courage of Achilles. And M is for the speed of Mercury. So all these gods in Greek mythology are his powers. And I think, I think he's one of those characters. I think they've done really well trying to explain how he can mature. And I think he's seen that. Like, even in the movie, he you can kind of see him try to mature. Of course, he's still a kid. He's kind of throws little comments in there. But he's one of those characters, I think you could pretty much put him on this team and he would fit really well. Plus, also, I have two strength people, again, like you said, like we were saying with your team, Will, that pretty much can, really three, that can hold their own against Superman, if need to be. And like I look at Superman as like not a wild card, but that's the first person they're going to go after over anybody. So I look at it as then I got backup plans, you know. So yeah, so 
my magic user is Shazam. Nice. Who did you choose as your sneaky? My sneaky sneak. My sneaky sneak. <laughs> righty. So I look at a Justice League. And I look at a Justice League as you can't have a Justice League without a speedster. I chose Barry Allen, the Flash. Now, great. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, why not Wally West? I like Barry Allen more. Sorry. I just do. I like Wally West too. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, for this team, I think Barry Allen fits more than Wally West. I kind of have plans for Wally West too. Um, I also, you know, you really think about it. He pretty much has created here. What was it? He's the creator of the speed force. This guy pretty much can run through time, change history and pretty much do whatever he, like, what was it? One of my favorite comics with him, of course, is flashpoint paradox or the flat. Yeah. Flashpoint or flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Just flashpoint. Sorry. Flashpoint paradox is the movie. Flashpoint is the comic. To me, when he, I think he's one of those characters that sees how one selfish decision can alter everything. And Flashpoint, I think, showed that. I think he's one of those characters that, and two, I also look at with him, he pretty much can get in and out of situations without being detected. He can phase through walls, help them get information. Um, Again, time travel. He's a very good investigating person. He works for the police department. He's a forensics analyst, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And so he was he's a good detective for them as well, that he could kind of go. But you'll see on my team too, I actually have a detective that I think is a lot better than the Flash. But pretty much I don't look at and of course he has superhuman speed. This guy can travel or run and you wouldn't even catch him. That's why I've chosen my sneaky because I feel like John Stewart would be like, get down there, go take a look, and he'd get in and out really quick and give them the information they need. Okay, here's what I got. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know. My sneaky is very um the flash. Okay. Okay. So who did you choose for your tech? So my tech is actually the first husband and wife duo. So you heard I have Big Bardo as my strength. But to me, you can't have Big Bardo without Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle being his full name being, get this, Scott Free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he actually is a new god. He is the god of escape. This guy pretty much can escape anything. He's the world's greatest magic or escapist, you know, escape artist. This guy has a genius level intellect. This guy pretty much can outsmart most of these people, Lex Luthor, everything. He's even outsmarted Dark Side at points. This guy is a really smart. He now people are going to wonder why I choose him as my tech instead of choosing him as something else. The reason I chose him for my tech is because of one thing he did: he made his own mother box. Mother boxes are just certain things. He made his own. This guy has a genius level intellect and made something technology wise that pretty much can do anything he wants it to do. Travel, pretty much, it, 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 
it can be anything. And I think he's one of those characters, I think, that a lot of people don't realize. Plus, his suit is all filled with technology. He has lenses that pretty much can sit there and go, or it's like x-ray contacts, what it is. And they're, what was it? He can see normal matter along with like inner workings of a lock. So he can find a way how to pick it. You know, he has an electronic pick. He has, you know, a mass that pretty much has like a life support system inside of it. This guy is filled with technology. And I think he would be a great asset to the technology side of the film. So, and two, I fell in love with him more because of the Tom King run of Mr. Miracle. Guys, haven't read that. Please read the book. It is a fantastic story. Um, Again, it's not one technically for kids. It does take a darker theme at points. Um, But if you ever have time to pick it up, please read it. It is a good book. So, yeah, Mr. Miracle is my techie. Who did you choose as your rookie? My rookie? My rookie. Oh. No. Obviously, the answer is Chewy. I wish. I might put him on my Avengers team. I don't know. He is. <laughs> no. And Marvel does actually run the Star Wars comics now. So, or IDW does a run too now, but that's another story. So, my rookie is a character I can say is not used at all anymore. Because of his new 52 run. I know they're coming back with it again. The comic with Milestone Comics. So for any fan who knows Milestone Comics. You probably know exactly who I'm going for. My rookie is Static Shock. Mm. I love Static. This was a character. For fans. Or what was it for me. What was it um, for our viewers. I was introduced to comics by three shows. Batman the Animated Series, Justice League the Animated Series, and Static Shock. And Static Shock is still one of my favorite cartoons ever released, superhero-wise, animation to this day. And I feel like when it comes to comics, I don't think DC has done him justice. I think he's one of those characters that, that he... There's so much you can do with him. And I know the fit, new 52 run they did with him didn't even last that long. It lasted, I can't tell you how many issues off the top of my head, but it didn't last very long. So this guy's begging for a comic. This guy is literally asking to be written again and make something new of him. So he is what they consider a bang baby. Pretty much it was an explosion during a gang fight so what happened was there was a gang fight and the police thought this chemical was used that they used to kind of like you know get them out of there would like make them like so they can track them but what they didn't realize it pretty much altered their genes in the process so whoopsie you one of those incidents you know we didn't know but Static Shock was pretty much in that situation where he was at, he was there at the, you know, wrong place, wrong time situation. But he got 
electro power or electric static powers or he's pretty much like a superconductive electromagnetism pretty much or what was it a superconductive you know hero he has electromagnetism pretty much he can able to sense sources of electromagnetic energy so he could like go in the dirt and find energy there's some way somehow he can find something um and two what was it i think he's one of them too that has mental resistance so for fans who don't know what the what was it there was an incident where the anti-life equation was is shown i can't remember the exact comics the static shock was shown not to be phased by it so it's interesting um yeah i remember when i was growing up uh I watched that show too, and I thought what was kind of the coolest thing about the show in particular was that Static Shock was one of the first ones where you got to see a hero from his very start and see how he develops. Like most other shows, they showed the character like, here you go, here's Batman, or here you go, here's the Justice League, or here you go, here's Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man, the egg. Spider-Man, they most of the time they would show you more development, but most other shows it was just jump into it. Here's the superhero, Static Shock. It was this. Here's the development of how this happened. Right, and I think it was one of those characters too that a lot of people didn't know tons about, or and they made it a show that everybody loved. And I think it was one of those things that I think it could work. So we so yeah so yeah so my rookie is stack shock i'm not gonna lie but if we ever do our team titans team i toyed with putting him on it but i said no i need it i needed somebody like that and i feel like this would be perfect for this role i think he'd be a good addition to to the justice league all right so who did you choose as your wild card so this is where I said earlier, I chose a better detective. Now, the reason she's my wild card, and I said, yes, you heard of she, <laughs> is because I don't think she would be one that would just sit there and listen to this. If she knows something's wrong, she'll go out of her own free will to go do it. My character has no powers. She pretty much is a human. And again, I think she's one of them that they're begging again they made an alteration in the series 52 for her and i it's like you're i want more of that so i chose renee montoya aka in this situation the question and yes i chose renee montoya over victor sage i i like renee montoya and i think when they made her the question it was so interesting to see why or how she would work and it just worked it was one of those characters i feel like is begging for another comic book series with her i would read that i would pick that up in an instant when it came out but the reason i chose her too again she's also a scapologist she does a acrobat she's a very good detective martial arts but one of the things i also liked about her she's an expert in what they call the crime bible so there's three different types of these Bibles. It's called the High Madam's Binding, which is the rarest of the three, the Prophet's Codex, and the Sana 
sauna sorry i know i'm butchering that name sauna sauna edition but she knows this up and down pretty much if you guys don't know who this is um sorry um pretty much it features cain from the bible as its central character the first guy let's see if you guys know what was Cain most famous for in the Bible? Killing Abel. He was the first murder. He was the first crime. So they made this Bible based around the crime, you know, pretty much of, and I like that of her. But I think she's one of them. Again, if she sees something happening, she's not just going to sit there and just watch. She's going to take action or do something on her own. She is the pretty much the Batman on my team. This is going to be a person. She knows something's right. She might not even share information with these guys. It's a matter she has in the back of her head. Like, this is what's really going on, not what you guys are trying to tell me. So, and two, just more females on my team. So, and I like, I like certain females in all DC comics, and she's one of them. Um, and I think she fit well with my team really well with them. So, yeah, my wild card is the question, a.k.a. Renee Montoya. So, have any extra members? I actually have two extra members. Um, so, you haven't seen the first one yet. I remember saying closer to the beginning when I talked about Jon Stewart, Somebody on my team would actually be able to calm him down. And I also said, too, there was two married couples. Yes. My first extra member is the wife in certain continuities, of course, of Jon Stewart. And that is Catholic Tui. If you want, I was introduced to her again in the, in the Justice League animated series. She was actually one of the first characters I actually liked outside the Justice League. Um, being that in the Justice League, she was actually the one that trained Jon Stewart and, you know, understood and they actually fell in love. This was just something that I always like. Plus two, I think she, again, is a character they don't use anymore, or I haven't seen lately. But what was it? I think the last time I remember seeing her was in Blackest Night. And she was a zombie in that. But I can't, I have not read anything else with her in it. So, wait. For people who don't know her, she is the same race as Sinestro. This, you know, so of course people just think, oh, she's bad. No, she isn't. You know, I think she is a very underrated character that's begging for her to come back to the comics. I, it, she just is. And I think there's so much, again, they can do. But pretty much she has indomitable will, flight, and also energy construct creation. Same thing as Jon Stewart. She's a Green Lantern herself. And yes, I chose two Green Lanterns. I, what was it? I fell in love with that idea. What was it when they had Jessica Cruz and Simon Bass on the team? And they were both Green Lanterns. I fell in love that I feel like you need to have at least two Green Lanterns on your team. And I... To me, I couldn't think anybody else plus two. She's an alien. So it kind of helps me with my alien size space force kind of situation. 
if I need something. So Cat Matui is my first extra member. Now I have a second one and I do feel like this is my weakness for Superman if things go haywire. And agreed, people think, oh, it's, he should be on the Outsiders. I agree, but I think he fits better for my team here. I chose Metamorpho. Now, a lot of people are kind of sitting there, probably don't even know who Metamorpho is. And again, I fell in love with this character in the Justice League cartoon. Um, he was introduced into a couple episodes and then it was brought back into, I believe, the Unlimited series. Um, pretty much he has like, he has this unique physiology as well. Um, he, he segments each limb appearing to be a different element, um, substance, whether it's liquid, gas, or rubber, to, or not rubber, or solid. There we go. Um, he has elasticity, which pretty much stretch form in anything he wants. He can actually make himself look like gas and just float away. No one would know. He could kind of be a sneaky for me too, if I need somebody. But why I also like him too is like in I think he did in the Justice Animated series, he made Kryptonite. So if things get all bad, he can form Kryptonite and there you are. So I chose I chose Metamorpho in there. And I think he's just a different character. He's a friend of John Stewart's. And I think he's one of those characters that first wouldn't join, but would realize he needed to join the team for the better cause. So Metamorpho is my other extra member. So that completes my team. And that completes our video. So tell us in the bond, you know, in the comments, who would be on your Justice League? Who would you put on your Justice League team if you got to choose? How did you think about our teams? Who would you change in our Justice League teams to make it better? I also want to kind of hear, I want to see what you guys think too. Like maybe what would be our names for the Justice League teams? We can always have different teams. I kind of want to see what fans think too on that. So please, in the comments below, also tell us who you, who, what would you name our Justice League teams? We would like to hear. So... Without further ado, what was it? This is our start of our DC month. Um, this will continue throughout the month of April. Um, we got a few videos lined up for you guys. What was it? We got DC live action films. We're going to go over our top five films and evaluate them. We're also going to be going over our top five DC heroes, along with a fight at near the end of the month. We're calling Hero Clash. And it's going to be between... Right now, we're going to be doing... We're going to actually have a special guest for that video. And we're going to be talking about who would win in a fight, pretty much. Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Red Hood, Jason Todd. Tim Drake, or Red Wing Robin. Or Damian Rain, Robin. So we'd like to hear that. We're going to be posting it out on our social media here soon to get some polls. See who everybody thinks they're going to win. So please follow us on Instagram as well under comic talkers but other than that this concludes our podcast for this week so without further ado my name is brandon i'm tired <laughs> i'm william <laughs> i'm sierra <laughs> and this concludes our podcast thank you for listening